are now doing News Plus Sports. There's no orange man bad or good uniparty mantra here. Red Pill Plus. Red Pill Plus. Sports Plus News. Done right. Welcome on this Friday evening. This is Donnie Copeland with you on the Red Pill Plus podcast. And we're so thankful that you joined us here tonight. And uh, we're going to be doing a special Friday night session. Very good game in Boulder, Colorado tonight. And Dion and Prime, Dion, Prime Time uh, and the Colorado Buffaloes uh, have a 29 to nothing lead at halftime and lose that game 46-43. Uh, just totally melted down in the second half. They were outscored. I mean, it was it was pretty brutal. The wide receivers for Stanford just owned uh, Travis Hunter and uh, the, the other corners for for Colorado. Uh, we're going to be doing mostly sports tonight. I know there's a lot going on in the world, but you're being inundated. So I thought tonight we'll just do sports. Um, I wish it was all positive, but uh, you you know you gotta you gotta uh, talk about the things that are there, right? So uh, I want to talk about uh, first of all. Uh, let me talk about uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh, man, this guy cannot stay healthy. I mean, he just uh, what it showed out first. I think was an ankle, then it was a a knee, uh, not something major with his knee. Uh, then a concussion, and now a shoulder. And, I mean, he's a big guy, 6'4", 6'5", 250, uh, and just uh, some, some are saying it's, it's just because he doesn't, uh, doesn't, you know, avoid the hit. He's kind of looking for contact. and uh, But it doesn't take him long to realize, hey, man, that's not a, that's not a plan for the NFL. This is not college has a lot of ability, uh, couldn't ask for a better coach than he has there in Indianapolis, the uh, former OC for the Philadelphia Eagles and the way they use Jalen Hurts. And so we'll see how that goes. Also, great piece uh, that I read about uh, Baker Mayfield, and uh, it's called the Baker Mayfield Renaissance. Uh, it was actually over at ESPN, ESPN where I read that. It was a really, really good piece. It was just about how... Baker Mayfield really got right out of town in Cleveland. Uh, you know, they wanted Deshaun Watson. He did have, like, his sophomore year or his second year uh, as a um, starter for the Cleveland Browns. Did have a rough rough go of it. Uh, then he went to the Panthers and just never really, uh, that never really took off. Uh, I think, and you're seeing that now with Bryce Young, uh, that, you know, there's just a lot more they need there besides a quarterback. Uh, and then uh, also, I think, uh, in L.A., he kind of had, you know, that really good Monday night game. He had another really good game in L.A. But anyway, he ends up with the Bucks, doing really well there. Kind of had a dogfight to, to win the starting job, uh, but doing really well there. So pulling for him, I've never been a Baker Mayfield fan, to be real honest. Uh, but uh, really, 
I'm, I'm pulling for him, pulling for him to do well. And uh, so I hope that, hope, hope it goes well for him. Well, we're brought to you tonight. We're getting ready to get to our main story. Uh, but uh, we are brought to you tonight by Ridge.com. Great wallets, great uh, watches, Ridge.com. Tell them Red Pill Plus sent you. Uh, also, there is a... Uh, a new sponsor we have called Purpose Publishing, PurposeMediaPublishing.com. Check them out. If you have ever wanted to publish a book, uh, you've written a manuscript, you want to get it published, go to PurposeMediaPublishing.com. And uh, they're running a special right now. Uh, it was $19.95 for a publishing package. This includes everything you need from start to finish, even help with your writing uh, secondly, uh, they also uh, help you upload to uh, Amazon, to all the other platforms like Barnes & Noble, eBooks, on and on. We'll help you even do an a audio book if you want to do that. Uh, and then uh, also th they provide a landing page for you free of charge. It's included with your package the first year. After that, it's a small, I think, 10 buck a month charge. So you have your own landing page. People can order your book right there from your own website or landing page on the Purpose Media Publishing website. Uh, and here's a really neat part. Right now, it's normally $19.95 for the publishing package. Right now, they're running a Red Pill Plus uh, special it's fourteen ninety five. I believe it's fourteen ninety five, uh, and uh, plus they will carry it. No interest. They'll 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 do terms for you. So if you've ever want to write, ever have wanted to write a book, uh, now's the time. Purpose Media Publishing uh, is the publishing company to do that with. So uh, look them up. Give them a shout out there online, purposemediapublishing.com. Also, we're brought to you by redriverauto.com, the most patriotic car dealership in America. Last but not least, mypillow.com, mypillow.com. Don't forget the promo code RED and uh, great, great products, and you will love it. Another really fascinating story, and it kind of became a little bit of a tip. It's not our main story, uh, but we're going to get to that here in a moment, but was a New York Post, not New York Times, but New York Post, which is the more conservative of the two main papers there in New York City. Uh, and really it was much ado about nothing, but came out and said, you know, that uh, the reason Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show every Tuesday and that uh, Nick Saban was on every Thursday was because he's paying each of them close to a million dollars a year to be on his show. And... He came back and said, yeah, you know, I, I, I have. And he's actually the one that I think gave them that information, gave the, um, the writer, the journalist. And the, and the journalist tried to make a, a thing out of it and said, well, you know, it's not, that's not real journalism because you're paying somebody for their story and, and for the exclusive or whatever or breaking news, whether it be their rehab or, or whatever. And I don't think anybody, I'm not a Pat McAfee fan to begin with, but I don't think anybody mistakes Pat McAfee for being a journalist. I think he just, you know, he's a talk show host. And um, and, and he made a great point, that being Pat McAfee, and said, you know, when, uh, uh, you know, when we first started this, our company, 
their production company was valued at like three million. Then we made the switch from uh, where they were to the next level. It was five million, and now they've gone uh, to this next level. Uh, their value is five hundred million. And when you got five hundred million dollars, and you got the viewership you have, you can pay somebody like Nick Saban, somebody like Aaron Rodgers, a million dollars a year to be on your show every week, and it 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 pays for itself. So much to do about nothing really. But I thought it was fascinating the sniping back and forth, and you know, a, a reporter trying to make something out of nothing. Pat McAfee probably enjoying the attention uh, is my own personal feeling about it but i want to get to the main story tonight i'm not going to be on here a long time because one it's 3 22 a.m uh, on a saturday morning here in uh, little rock and shout out to uh, our listeners uh, in france in the uk in in cameroon in brazil uh in canada in uh let's see louisiana uh in texas and illinois and Virginia, West Virginia, Tennessee, um, and I know I'm going to miss somebody. And please, please forget Arkansas. Uh, I'm going to miss somebody, and I'm going to be so mad because I missed you. But thank you to each and every one of you that uh, take in our show. Uh, our numbers are growing every week. Tell other people about the show. We thank, we thank you so much. What we try to do on this show is we approach sports and news from the right. And there, there was a story out today that probably on first glance it's no big deal. And that was that uh, Lexi Thompson, who's an LPGA um, player, had received a sponsor's exemption from the Shriners Children's Hospital Open uh, in uh, Arizona, had been given an exemption to play in a PGA tournament. Now, that tournament, those tournaments, typically run 132 depending on you know uh, how long they have uh or the size of the venue the uh the tev- television schedule uh the amount of daylight that they have what time of year it is so those those fields can run from 132 to like i think up to 155 156 players well this was 132 uh member field or player field so it was it was the smallest field to begin with. Then on top of that, you take somebody who's tw- I think twenty sixth in the LP, uh, LPGA uh, uh, rankings, money rankings. So she's very safe. I think her her total earnings are like twelve million, which is you know huge money in the LPGA uh, uh, tournament. Uh, circuit, and so they give her, which is the only seventh, only the seventh woman or female to ever be given uh, a chance to play in a PGA tournament. So she's given a uh, she's given a sponsor exemption. So I'm not I'm certainly not blaming Lexi Thompson. Uh, I'm not even uh, blaming the sponsor. Think about the sponsor. The sponsor is up against. Uh, you got football on every night of the week, so. During the day, not a lot of people are going to be watching sports. I mean, golf. Maybe on Friday, some Saturday, you're up against college football. You're not going to you are not going to make a dent. Um, then on Sunday, you're up against the NFL. So um, you know, so Friday's a low watching day during the day. 
Uh, Saturday, you don't stand a prayer against college football. Sunday, you 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 don't you don't uh, stand a chance again uh, against the NFL. So you can see the sponsor's point. The sponsor says, "Okay, uh, you know we got to shake this thing up. We got to get some viewership." And oh, by the way, the the PGA is that uh, their uh, their ratings are in the toilet, and so. Uh, some of that from the, from the LV golf, but it's you know it's been uh, I just think a lot of their wokeness and and just you know uh, maybe not as many people interested in golf. Uh, probably Tiger uh, not as good as he once was. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, probably reasons. I think Tiger may be. You know, not being the player he once was after all the injuries and everything. So, PGA is really suffering uh, as far as uh, their their ratings goes. And so, I can't blame the sponsor. Certainly can't blame Lexi Thompson because you know she's asked to play and she can make history. No woman, uh, uh, no female has ever made even made well. Nineteen forty five was the last time a female made the cut. But it's, since then, six other females have tried not even made the cut. Because usually they can't hit the ball that long uh, to play in the, on the men's in a men's tournament from the men's tees. But Lexi Thompson can she can drive. She's probably one of the top five to seven drivers on the uh, LPGA. All that being said, uh, here's the part I think that gets missed. You know, we hear this argument a lot, and rightfully so. When these sick sycophants, these these sickos, who pose as women and they compete in women's sports, I've often made the case. So tonight's only fair game that I make the opposite case: that when a man, a a a, a biological male, swims in women's swim meet or whatever the sport may be, wrestling or whatever, he is taking a woman's spot that she's worked her whole life for. And it's 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 totally ignorant for the governing bodies to allow that to happen. Number one, uh, so the the opposite is true uh, when you have a woman playing in a men's event. Now you would say, well, it's just one. There's 132 players, just one player. But here's what I want you to think about: the, the only they they have something called FedEx, and it's it's sponsored by FedEx. It's why it's called FedEx Points. But you you are given so many points uh, for wins, for finishes. Uh, there's a lot that goes into the scoring, the points. But only the top 70 players, and I think there's like 160, 170 players listed uh, on the the money rankings, and only 70 of those players get automatic exemptions. So you have to be in the top 70 to get an exemption uh, as far as uh, points goes. And so if you're 71st or 72nd, you need every uh, tournament you can. And really it comes down to more than anything, it's it's money. Uh, It's finishes, but it's it's all money driven as far as how much money you earned. And so um, I think there's like uh, 100 and, what is it, two... 198. No, no, there's more than that. It, I think it's over 200 players that are on the on the PGA Tour who have a card. Uh, but 
only the top 70 get the exemption. And when I say 200, even 200. So uh, when I say an exemption, that means they automatically get to play. Uh, but then you have other what they call tournament exemptions where if a guy wins the British Open or he wins the the Masters, then he gets uh, exemptions and no matter where he's on the money list. So he could be you know way down the money list. He could be 200th and still get to play in tournaments because he get usually those are somewhere between two and five years depending on how big a major they are they'll get if they win like the british open they'll get like a five-year exemption no matter what kind of money they're making uh so either you have to have won a major uh that's major enough to get you a long exemption that some of those uh, smaller tournaments, you still get a one or two year exemption because they want they want you out on the they want you on Sundays. That's that's the bottom line, uh, and so you either have to be in the top seventy or you have to have won a you know a pretty big tournament. And I would say a major, but probably some of those are not actually majors. But that's kind of the criteria to uh, to to be able to play in the tournaments. Then you have to make so much money. Or you have to requalify for your card. And I had a real good friend. He's he's passed away now, but he uh, he was actually he was uh, golf mates with Todd Hamilton, who won the uh, British Open, also won the Honda Classic. He he actually won I think about twelve tournaments, uh, and he was uh, actually played at Oklahoma with Todd Hamilton. But anyway, he's a close friend of mine. And, you know, Todd Hamilton had an exemption for, I think, five years, lifetime exemption to, to play the British Open because he won it uh, and the Honda Classic. But uh, other than that, you know, he would he would have years where he would have to hustle. So my whole reason for telling you that whole thing, it seems like, oh, well, Shriners Children's Hospital, uh, you know, they, they want to stir things up. They want to have a woman, and you know, if she could make it. Oh, by the way, she didn't make the cut. Uh, and, you know, ESPN, all the rest of them made a big deal about it, that she finished better than 33 other guys. Okay. But also, uh, she she uh, she finished 16 guys below, below 16 guys who didn't make the cut. So she wasn't, you know, they saw she just barely missed it. I think it was... One service had one, another said three strokes. She missed it by. It doesn't matter because there were sixteen people that missed it by. Uh, well, I know it was more than one, but several were even. But she she w- had sixteen guys ahead of her is is what I'm trying to say. And so, uh, but you'd have thought she won the Masters because I mean they were just like on and on and on. Oh, she blazed a trail and she did this, did that. But here's what I wanted you to see. Here's here's to me the story that nobody's talking about. And that's what we do here. We talk about stories, uh, both political and sports, and and maybe bring out a point that you didn't think about. And what I want you to think about is a guy like uh, William McGirt, or Hank uh, Labodia, or Brian Stewart, or Jonas Blixit, or Kyle Westmoreland, or Jim Herman, or Nick Watney. Or Soon Kang, or Brandon Matthews, or Kelly Craft, or Wesley Bryan, or Scott Harrington, or Trevor uh, Werblow, or Jonathan Vegas, or Danny Lee, uh, or Jonathan Bird. You know who those people are? No, I didn't either. But those are the guys in the top 
are the bottom 20 uh, of, of PGA money earners. Uh, and they're they're like on the the bottom. They're like one the the ones I rattled off to you were like one eighty down to two hundred. Uh, and Brendan Steele's one eighty or one eighty one in earnings. And then you got all the way down number two hundred William McGirt. So here's what here's the question. Okay, I know that Shriners Hospital was trying to beef up their uh, ratings, but it didn't work because she didn't make the cut. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, the, um, the, you know, Lexi Thompson took the exemption because they offered it to her. So, you know, they should have been stupid not to. Now, personally, I think she should have put herself in those guys' place and said, look, there's guys that may need to earn $20,000, $200,000 so they can keep their car for next year. Her her card is secure. She's 26th out of all the LPGA players. She's not going anywhere. She's She's got exemptions. But what she did, she took somebody else's place that could have earned money this weekend so that they would not lose their exemption. So see, when... And, and there's a huge principle here. It's not just that it's not fair. It's not just that when a college takes a poor black student, Hispanic student, even a white student, or an Asian student that's a poor student for a transgender or for a drag queen or whatever, uh, because they, in the, in the name of, of diversity. Uh, and I don't think this, uh, this weekend with, with Lexi Thompson was as much about diversity, even though I certainly think it was a part of it. Uh, and they would have loved it. Uh, it's it was more about trying to drive a, a narrative to drive a crowd that wasn't going to happen anyway. Because guys are not going to quit watching football to watch Lexi Thompson, uh, and women are not going to. Oh, Lexi Thompson is 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 playing in the Shriners Children's Open at the TPC. Uh, nobody cares. So all that happened in this was just like the student who the Asian uh, young man or woman who worked their tail off uh, to be a good student and to get into a great university, but they don't get it because they gave it to somebody in the name of diversity. Uh, and, and so, well, you know, at least they got to go there, but they didn't earn it. Somebody else earned it. And then it prevents somebody from the opportunity uh, and then somebody took their opportunity that didn't earn it. Lexi Thompson didn't earn that. Lexi Thompson didn't even make the cut. I know there's a lot of men that didn't make the cut as well. But she could have played in the LPGA uh, event and probably made money, let a, a guy who should have been playing in that tournament in the PGA, the men's tournament, so he could earn the money so he could keep his card and keep playing. But see how it, in a very micro microcosm sort of way you see how uh the the uh law not the laws but the effort to have equity and the the effort to have balance and the effort to blaze a trail uh in the name of you know inclusiveness and diversity 
Uh, real people get hurt. Real people's lives change. Now, here's what would be fascinating if we were able to do this. If we were able to track who that guy was, and make no mistake about it, it was a guy, it wasn't a woman, because it was the PGA Tour. What would be fascinating if we could find the guy that would have gotten, because they didn't invite 133, they invited 132. So whoever the 133rd person was that was going to be invited, uh, or the 132nd person, but instead of them being invited, Lexi Thompson was, and we tracked their career, and we found, perhaps not, but perhaps so, that they were 30000 $200,000 short of the earnings they needed to keep their PGA card. But because Lexi Thompson took cards, she'll go back next week. She said, I'll go back next week and again, I'm not, and play the LPGA. Again, I'm not blaming her. Uh, although I think it would have been good to say, you know, thank you, but I don't want to take a man's spot. And here's why. Because can you imagine if a man got a sponsor? You think that's going to happen anytime soon? Unless he's uh, tra transitioning, that's the only way that's going to happen. But just a, a regular old male, black, white, green, I don't care, is ever going to be invited to LPGA and take a woman's spot? Not unless he's transgender or he's, you know, He's he's something that's you know from another planet that that's never going to happen. But what would be fascinating is, is if it were a if it was a William McGirt or a Hank Lebiata or Wesley Bryan, and you could track and say, man, that if if they would have just finished in the top 50, uh, twenty of of the Shriners Children's Open, they would have kept their card. They didn't keep their card. They had to, you know, start teaching golf, or they had to do this, had to do that, and they never played again. They never got back on the tournament. Life passed them by. And it was all, some could say, well, they were trying to build up their uh, ratings, which wasn't going to happen anyway. And you see this not just in golf, but you see it happen right now in the NFL. Now, the NFL, you know, they have great ratings, but, you know, they had to come out the other day and apologize, kind of do a U-turn, U-turn, and took down an Instagram post about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and you know, it's like a soap opera. And and one one uh, group tracked how many times they shot, uh, turned the camera on uh, Taylor Swift. It was like seventeen times. Like enough. I'm I'm not watching this game to watch Taylor Swift. And her giggle with her friends in, in the in the box. I want to watch the game. I want to see the coach's reaction. I want to see the player's reaction to dropping the ball. I don't want to see Taylor Swift. But the NFL, in again wanting to attract those, you know, what they call them, Swifties or whatever, you know, Taylor Swift's fans then they're going to seize on this and ride it for a moment. Think about this from an advertiser standpoint. So the numbers, probably no doubt, have, have inflated, uh, and a lot of 13-year-old girls are watching. Not They're not watching football. They're watching to see how 
Taylor Swift interacts with Travis Kelsey's mother, which is, you know, again, like a reality show. Um, but so the, the market that advertises to the typical NFL audience is so different than the advertiser that advertises to the 13-year-old girls. And so can the NFL go to, can the networks rather go to uh, the advertiser for 13-year-old girls and say, hey, man, we've got, you know, we've got 5 million 13-year-old girls watching our football games. Yeah, you do uh, for this week and next week and the week after. Uh, but it seems like to me the PGA, the NFL, it's, it's I think there's less focus on the integrity of the game. And I know it's a, I know it's a business. I know they have to make money. But I just think when you do things based on uh, the love for the game, the integrity of the game, and you make it as, as attractive as you possibly can, but you don't make it this spectacle, uh, I, I think in the long run, it's a much, much better play. And I would just say, and I know I'm going to sound like a misogynist by saying this, but I think one of the worst things that's happened to the NFL uh, are are women announcers. You know, I just, I can't, uh, I just, it grates on my ever-loving nerves. Uh, because you got, you know, three or four Hall of Famers there, then there's this woman, and not only is she talking, she she, if you'll notice every single time, she's never like the, the fifth wheel. No, 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 no. She's the centerpiece, and they're the, the they're around her. She's the, she's the straw that stirs the drink. And I'm just like, I don't know. What, I, and maybe they're out there, and maybe I'm dead wrong. Uh, but I'm just being honest. Uh, I just don't know a guy out there says, man, I can't wait to watch, um, you know, Thursday night football or Monday night football and listen to that woman ramble on uh, the whole time. Uh, and, you know, there's guys I feel that way about, you know. Th there's guys that you can look at them and tell that they've never even looked at a football, and I kind of feel that way about them. I love guys that have played the game, like a Troy Aikman. Now, I like Joe Buck, you know, but you can kind of believe he at least played in the yard. He, he, he you know, he at least probably could throw a football and not, you know, get it, get it past, you know, his, his nose. Uh, but but I feel the same way about somebody that that's just a nerd and it's like man they've never even looked at football they just happen to have a good voice and they're good at the game I, I don't enjoy them as much as I do somebody that I, I believe has some integrity about the game and then you put a woman in that that not only has never will never play the game may not even fully understand the game I I don't know but I just I think there is this. Uh, and then you see it now with NBA, in the NBA uh, with the referees. You see it in the NFL with referees. I watched the other night uh, a NFL, and, and I'm going to make a, a, a statement here that's pretty controversial, uh, I would think, uh, just so you don't think I'm being totally misogynist uh, and just picking on women. But I saw a woman the other day uh, who was a side judge in a guy went out of bounds, and she didn't make it up far enough, and she didn't know where to spot the ball. But I was the same about 
I think it's ridiculous that they try to use women in the NBA. I think it's ridiculous they try to use women uh, in uh, refereeing in the NFL. I just think it's ridiculous. But I also think it's the NFL's got to do a better job of recruiting younger, more vibrant. You got a lot of super old guys that are called that are refereeing football, and I'm 62, so I'm one of those guys. But a lot of them are, you know, they're not in great shape. And they're out there, and a lot of them, you know, called football for a long time. But I, I think I think you've got to uh, you you've you've got to kind of upgrade the age. Now, here's something fascinating, and and I'll uh, I'll close out here in just a moment. But one of the fascinating things that I was kind of thinking through all of this is you don't see unless I'm missing it, you don't see any women baseball umpires. You don't see any women. I don't think even, uh, and of course, if 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 she was an umpire, uh, she would have to be behind the plate, you know, because they rotate. You could just be a base uh, ump. You'd have to be a, a home plate ump at some point. Um, but I'm sure that's coming. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think it all falls back to, and I, I think this is not just sports. I think it in the effort to be, and I think you see it all across. You see it in corporate America. You see it in in, in uh, financial, or, or rather, in educational institutions. You see it all throughout the world, uh, but especially in America and in Europe. This this quest for equality, and and really, we should drop the E and just uh, strive for quality. If the best person for a job is a woman, then let it be a woman. But don't let it be a woman because it's a woman. So don't strive for equality. Strive for quality. Strive for to be in the very best. And if it's a woman, it's a woman. If it's a man, it's a man. But quit trying to to fit you know, a square peg in a round hole. Quit trying to make a woman be able to do something that she's not equipped or physically not attuned to do. And I, I just think it makes sense. I, th- I think it's it's common sense. But as Will Rogers said long ago, uh, common sense is not so very common. Hey, I'm so thankful that you have joined us tonight again. I'm so thankful for all of our sponsors. Thank you to RedRiverAuto.com. Thank you to Red Pills. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 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 MyPillow.com. Uh, don't forget to use that promo code RED to Ridge.com, to PurposeMediaPublishing.com. Thank you to each and every one of you. Uh, we appreciate you, and I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, LSU beating Auburn tomorrow uh, and the rest of the games, uh, USC beating Notre Dame, uh, on and on. So I uh, hope you have a great weekend, and uh, we, if we don't talk over the weekend, we'll see you back here next week. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. Sports Plus News done right. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. In the meantime, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Red Pill Plus. And check the website at docwashburn.com slash redpill.